It is my honor to present the Game Developers Ambassador Award to Anita Sarkeesian. Thank you. What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome to the next episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. I am your host, the Commissioner, Glenn Gordon. And with me, of course, is the most racially diverse gaming cast in all of the internet today, it begins here with Mr. KGB Gary, our resident Russian. How are you, Gary? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It's been a rough week, but I'm surviving. So, Gary, um, you've been playing Final Fantasy XIV, yes? Yes. And, and how, how does it compare? Because Final Fantasy, we've been talking on and off about Final Fantasy for a little while, but Final Fantasy XIV, like, released previously on, on, on PC and it had gone through some problems. How is it comparing now? Uh, as uh, to, to which to which game exactly do you want me to compare it to? To itself, to itself, back when it first released on PC. Oh, I never played it when it originally released on PC. Oh, you didn't? No, like thought... the very first time Final Fantasy XIV came out on PC, I never touched it. I heard it was atrociously bad. Yeah, it, it it had some issues to the to the point where Square Enix had to come out and actually apologize for releasing it in its state. Yeah. Um, but... But right now, I actually like it because it kind of reminds me. Like, it's not how a lot of uh, MMOs are going nowadays, where they're becoming a little more action oriented. Like, to me, this one kind of reminds me of the old school turn based Final Fantasy. Like, you still fight. You, you know, you, you see the monsters on the on the map. You run up to them. You engage them in battle. But like every time you do a move, you gotta wait for this timer to go by so you can do the next move. So it's kind of like old school turn based, and I like it. <laughs> Excellent. Also, of course, we have with us our, I, I don't know, we have resident Russian for Gary, but I'm having trouble thinking of a similar <laughs> title for this guy. Um, our good friend Ben Sterling, Ben Shelby <laughs> Hall. Welcome, Ben. How are you doing? How about residential limey man? <laughs> residential limey man, okay. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I've been, I've been playing a lot of the Final Fantasy XIV, actually, to be honest, as well. It is fun. Um, yeah, I, I know you're, you're actually reviewing it, right? Yes, I am reviewing it for PSU.com, which it's going to be a long review. And, uh, I, I, I'm both looking forward and not looking forward to writing it. Um, right. Well, I'm writing it, should I say, but yeah. Now, are, are you writing it starting over or where you've already left off at? Um, well, no, because um, Tim wrote the review originally. Okay. Tim wrote okay. the previous review, I'm writing this one, so... Uh, All right. So yeah, I'm gonna have to start from blank. So, well, we're not gonna ask you too much about it because we don't want to spoil your review. Buy uh, it. But that's Ben. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's Ben. Hey, neat surprise for all you viewers today. This guy who is with us has not been around since episode five. He has gone um, to Korea, actually, across the planet, and we haven't seen him for a while because of all sorts of life issues. But he is especially internet, um, especially internet. 
But he's back with us today for a limited time only. Please welcome our host with the most, Dane Smith. How are you, Dane? Uh, apparently still beating Ernest in the record books. <laughs> still beating <laughs> our prodigal son, Ernest, is um, still prodigal. Don't call me a girl, Lynn, is still MIA. MIA. And I go halfway across the world. I don't know. This is going to be our long-standing gag on the show, is what happened to Ernest. Yeah. What My happened to him? But I, has been overruled. Yeah, for just this one episode only. <laughs> <laughs> but so I've been doing good. Uh, I've just been work, man. Busy teaching kids how to speak English. This side of the world takes up lots of time. How's that going? Because, I mean, as people in America, we don't pay a lot of attention to how things are across the world. How's, how's all of that going, man? I'm still alive. The North Koreans <laughs> haven't invaded yet. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, we'll see now what happens after I mention it. But, you know, if I don't show up for another five weeks, you know, the Norks got me. So Gary, we'll you better happens. get your money back. You better get your money back, Gary. Hey, why? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> if, if an invasion does happen, just tell Kim Jong-un that the cast of RDGH says hello. Uh, um, that's how I get into the good graces of this. <laughs> bring him on the podcast to spread his word. <laughs> so, so let me ask you another Korea-based question, Dane. What's it like being a gamer in Korea? Because obviously the games there are different. Um, so <laughs> do you get to play some of the same games up there, or, or are, they, are they just entirely different, or, or do they cost a lot more? What, what's going on there as far as uh, being an you American know, gamer in Korea? You know, that's a little bit of a complicated question. Um, because it t- entirely depends on where you're at in Korea. Um, so for people who don't know me or before, I used to live in Korea for a few years, and then I went to Japan to live there for TGS. Then I went home, then I came back to Korea. So the first time I was in Korea, I lived in like a small city of like 500,000 people, which is small for Korea. And there's one gaming store. That was it. It was the size of a shoebox. Like and almost literally the size of a shoebox, um, and they and they had games uh, like they had everything that was new-ish, uh, and then here in Seoul, like I've only I only know one place, and there's like maybe like thirty vendors, but it's like an hour away to get there. Um, so it all depends on if you can speak Japanese, because Korea gets the same stuff that Japan gets. Literally, same release dates as Japan. So that's why when people say, oh, this is Japan only, I just kind of laugh a bit (laughs) because I know that Korea will get it as well or most likely get it. Um, So it was a bit discombobulating when I first started working on PSU uh, a year and a half ago when everyone's talking about, oh, man, Nino Kuni's coming out soon. That's going to be awesome. And I'm like, I'm going to walk, walk into the game store, and I'm looking at Nino Cooney, and I'm like, wait a minute, Nino Cooney's out now. What are they talking about? <laughs> and then realize that, oh, this is just the Japanese version. Yeah. Um, the same as Tales of Zillia. The same thing happened. I punked myself in Japan because I'm like, people are like, man, Tales of Zillia 1 is so awesome. As I'm looking at Tales of Zillia 2 <laughs> on the rack. So, so well, what number- is that? If it's just the same Japanese game, why is it taking so much longer to get to South Korea? Why is it taking so long? You mean so much quicker? 
Is it going faster? Oh, I thought like it just like you said Nina Kuni. I thought it just barely came out over there. No, 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 no. Sorry, I meant um, like people were talking about Nino Kuni. Like it's coming out soon for America, but oh. like, it wasn't. It wasn't released in America yet. But I'm looking at it here in Korea because Korea got it at the same time as Japan. Um, okay. So yeah, it's just they, they. It's not dubbed over. It's not in uh, Korean most of the time. It's literally just in. Japanese and for games that ha- are like RPGs and stuff like that, what they do is they p- they make a storybook. Literally, it's a storybook that they print for the game that's attached to it. So, uh, that's in Korean, so people get the whole script uh, done in Korean that way, so they know what is going on with the game. Um, how they do it so fast beats me, but obviously. Uh, localizing the script of the game into just a 80 page booklet is a lot quicker to do and a lot cheaper to do than totally localizing the game itself uh so if i wanted if i knew korean and i wanted to play yakuza ishin i could just buy it here uh and then just read the booklet to figure things out but um and then of course we get english games uh from english companies at the same release date as English companies. So uh, we get a lot of the same stuff. It's just a matter of the rule of thumb is Korean, uh, sorry, Japanese game. It's probably going to be in Japanese. Uh, English game, it's probably going to be in English. Uh, there are a few exceptions, like Resident Evil is dual-coded. So it'll look like it's in Japanese, but it, and it'll start to play as if it's in Japanese, but it will be in English. Uh, that happened to me when I bought Resident Evil 5 here. So it started up in Japanese, but it was in English. Um, so, you know, there's not a lot of places to go to buy your games, though, uh, is the other thing. Um, like I said, there's one shop in this, the city I was in before. Uh, Busan, which is the second biggest city in Korea, had, like, maybe five stores in one little shopping area, but the, the selection wasn't that big. And then this place in Yongsan in Seoul, there's like about 30 stores there. But And there's a huge selection, but again, there's a lot of the stuff is in Korean. But there is a lot of stuff from like Europe and uh, North America. They do have North American and EU versions of games, but they will shark you on them, which is really sad. Um, yeah. It's really sad. So I can't get games that I want. Like, I saw Tales of Grace F, and I'm like, I want to play Tales of Grace. But, because that's been out for, like, what, a year? A year and a half? Or yeah, something? Tales of Grace has been out for a while. I think it's been yeah. almost two years now. <laughs> yeah, and it's still, like, 35 40 bucks here, used, with a chewed-up case that I saw in English. Because um, they know, oh, it's a foreigner. They don't speak Korean or especially Japanese. So they got to have the English version. So sometimes they shark you and they'll just overprice it. Um, but I don't buy it because I have PSN. I have PS Plus. So I can get it cheaper a lot of the time. So the moral of the story, get PS Plus and learn Japanese. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, don't be a console gamer in Korea. Is basically yeah, it. Korea is heavy on the PC gaming, huh? Uh yeah. I mean, I met a dude who literally was the epitome of 
the stereotype of pe- of like Asian MMO players. When I didn't have my internet, no, literally, when I didn't have my internet, I went to this PC bong one day by my place. And for those who don't know, like PC bong, bong is Korean for room, so PC room. And um, I just sat down. It was like uh, nighttime. I sat down. I did my thing. I left. The next day, I went back. It was the exact same seat, and it was the exact same person still sitting there playing a game like 12 16 hours later and i'm like okay that's good on him man Some good people on just him don't sleep. yeah uh well i've slept what's, what's in a sleep? pc room before i've slept in a pc room before cuz it's cheaper than a hotel <laughs> i kid you not man i was i was going away this is when i lived down south i went to seoul to to see an event but I couldn't find a cheap motel. So I'm like, well, do I want to spend $200 on an expensive hotel or do I want to spend a do- uh, like a dollar an hour to sleep in a nice, really comfortable chair at a PC bong where there's no one there? So I spent 10 bucks and slept in a, a comfortable recliner. That works. Nice. And they don't care because it's money because there is no one there in the shop. It was like me and two other guys spread out. So it's just free money for them. Especially if I'm not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. So that's <laughs> how it works. But, um, I mean, it's cool. I can get games that I want. I picked up Diablo 3 on Friday, and it was in English because it's Blizzard. Um, it's just uh, you got to pay a premium sometimes on some of the games. Yeah. That's yeah. Is that Diablo for PS4? No, it's PS- PC? P3, PS3 version. Okay. Which is sad because I wanted a Crusader. I wanted to use the Crusader. So I'm sad, Panda. Sad, Keanu, about that. Sad, Panda. Did you get that from Ben? Uh, no, I got that from a, a buddy up here, actually. I got it from South Park, so. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Yep. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Dane, even if it is just once for a little while. I'm glad to have you back. Let's talk for a second about some stuff that's been going on that affects consumers. Um, first of all, this comes from, from, from GameSpot. There's been a sale on Newegg for PS4 and PS1, uh, excuse me, PS4 and Xbox One games. <laughs> PS1 games. Um, you can get uh, Killzone, Shadowfall, and Knack, and I think a few others on Newegg for 50% off. Or something like that, and then like there's another code where you can take another ten percent off uh, from Newegg itself. So um, there's there's also a few on Xbox One, and then there's um, goodness Assassin's Creed and Forza. I think those two were on sale, but they're just sold out right now. Um, if by the time you hear this, it's still going on, definitely check that out um, because hey. New console games for half off is pretty big. And, and this isn't the first big sale on games lately either. There, there have been a couple. Have, have you guys noticed any other sales? Uh, it's not for consoles, but if you want Dead uh, Dead Space for free, you can download it from Origins on PC for nothing, for Dead Space 1. But no trophies. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you still want to play a free game. Um, another interesting thing that I saw was Origin on Origin. 
you can pre-order Watch Dogs right now for 59% off. Wait, really? Yeah. That's, that's a sweet deal. That is a sweet deal for a game that's not out yet. <laughs> that's ridiculous. 59% off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Newegg right now, and I'm seeing Killzone Shadowfall for twenty seven ninety nine, And then, plus, you get another 10% off if you use the promo code VGMADNESS1. So um, there are some there are some games. Check Newegg out if you are hurting for some games. Um, also, PlayStation 4 availability appears to be settling down just a little bit. I looked at Walmart yesterday, and there was just a PS4 chilling on the shelf, and I actually took a picture of it because I've never actually seen a PS4 on the shelf before. Uh, usually they're really also- yeah. Okay, this is, see, this is, again, this is the thing about Korea, right? With games, when I was checking it out Friday, I saw tons of PS4s for sale. Like, <laughs> tons. Well, that, that's, that's interesting because, like, reports are coming out that the sales of the PS4 in Asia have dropped tremendously. Sure. Almost, almost like, 90% almost they've dropped since the release of the system. So, people yeah. don't seem to be really into the new stuff yet. Well, yeah. that, because quite frankly, they've, they've gotten, they broke half a million in just Japan um, not too long ago. So I think it's still selling well. It's just certainly not selling at the crazy rate that it first was. I, I think it's just a Korea thing is why it's not, I see tons of them here is they don't want consoles. So, uh, but I was just like, wow, there's, look at all these PS4s for sale. This is sweet. Maybe Console I should button. actually buy a couple and send them, sell them on eBay, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> my GameStop, really the GameStop next to my house still says PS4 sold out. Yeah. Well, if you take a look at Amazon.com, I just checked literally five minutes ago. Um, Amazon.com has PS4s in stock. Actually, multiple SKUs. There are several bundles available. Um, looked at BestBuy.com as well. They have them in stock there. So it, it seems like stock, and it's April, just like they said originally. Uh, it seems like stock is finally starting to settle, um, at least stateside. It doesn't seem like there's a reason for it to settle over in Korea. <laughs> but um, if you were hope- holding out for a PS4, I guess now's the time to start checking out some stores because they seem to be more available than, than they ever were, which is a very good thing. Um, yes, go ahead. Gary? No, I was, I was just agreeing with you. I said it okay. isn't a good thing. Okay. I only heard a little. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's talk about non PlayStation stuff for a second. Um, ah! No! What are these things? <laughs> All right. So Xbox One um, has, of course, gotten quite a price cut lately. As far as the Titanfall bundle goes, it started with just a couple of retailers over in the UK. Um, it sold for £349 or something like that. And no, it was £399 of Titanfall. Then they cut it down to £379. It still didn't sell, so they cut it down to £369. still didn't go. Now they've cut it down even more. Yes, right now, it's the, the price of the Xbox One with the Titanfall bundle is £349.99, making it the exact same price as the PlayStation 4. Um, and again, it's starting with two UK retailers. So, but that's how the last price cut, um, started. So we don't know 
right now if that's indicative of a permanent price change again for the Xbox One, um, or at least for the Xbox One Titanfall bundle. But GameSpot speculates that um, perhaps the Xbox One now has a chance to overtake the PlayStation 4 with the um, new price changes that are going on. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, I mean, that does make it about the same price as the PlayStation 4. And it comes with a free game. Um, yeah, it, it might move units, but I, I still don't think it's going to surpass PS4. I just think I think people are still kind of bitter about Microsoft and and what everything that's happened. Um, it is a good deal. I mean, you're getting Titanfall, which is their their big money game right now. So I I think it is a good deal. Four hundred bucks for for that or well four hundred yeah four hundred bucks right. It is a good deal. It is. It's a very good deal because the thing retails for five hundred bucks. Um, so now you get it $100 cheaper with a free game, and with a good free game at that. Um, also, so do not rush out to buy it, because it does run particularly well on the Xbox 360 as well. The textures and resolution is a bit low, but it's actually just the same amount of frame rate on average as the Xbox One version. Yeah, and, and then it's available on PC, right? Yeah, as well. So Titanfall is still trying to make waves, but it seems like any version you get will play very nicely. Um, but naturally, um, aside from PC, of course, Xbox One would probably offer the better performance as far as graphics goes. Apart from, yeah, the actual graphics, but the actual frame rate, there's no actual difference between the Xbox One and 360. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is a bit of a shock, really, considering... In fact, the actual game doesn't look too... It looks really good for a 360 game. Bluepoint has done an amazing job. Yeah, uh, I recommend looking it up sometime. It looks really close to the actual. That's that's pretty great. Um, I've, Wait, now, I've been wanting to give Titanfall a try, but I haven't had a chance yet. Now, did you say this is for Europe or North America? I'm saying that the price change is in uh, coming from a couple UK retailers. Okay, well, see, that's interesting to me because the Xbox One has been selling very well in Europe. Yes. Not really. Really? Because I've I've been reading a lot of articles that it's it's been selling really well in Europe as opposed to North America. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know to be honest. I'm very surprised. But in the UK, maybe, but I don't know about the rest of Europe. Hmm. See, the benefit of the UK is the fact that there's no major, no, they, no company can set a retail price. You can't set one legally. So any price that's actually on the store is by the actual stores themselves. And because we've got so many stores competing against each other, that's why the prices drop so fast. Yeah. Because they're all trying to compete with each other and they're not allowed to say, well, we have to sell at this price. They can just sell it wherever. It could, it could wake up next week and see it for, yeah, what? A dollar. If, yeah. <laughs> you might see it for 150 quid next week because someone wants to get rid of it. Legally, they could do that. Really? Microsoft yeah. has no say in that? No company has any say in Europe. You can suggest the price you want to sell it for, but you cannot enforce that price. Yeah. And frankly, that doesn't hurt Microsoft because the retailers have already bought the units. So it's up to them what they want to sell it for. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. I, I don't think it's the same way here, is it? No, is not even the whole thing that they have to... Because I know that there's... I know that MSRP means like manufacturer suggested retail price, right? Or something like that? Yeah. 
So um, I, th I think it probably works about the same here. I I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. But oh, so you got to remember that price you're reading is with tax. Because that's unlike America, we don't add tax on top of the product we're buying. It's already in the price. Yeah. That's the same in Korea as well. Not so here. Here it's like, oh, it's only $30. Then suddenly $35. Yeah, we, we like to do things that don't make sense in America. If you guys yes, know. like using the standard <laughs> system of measurement when every other country's already switched to metrics. <coughs> yeah. What the heck, America. What's going on, America? Um, anyway, I really don't think that this gives the Xbox One a chance to surpass the PS4. Um, as far as I know, this is just for the bundle, um, which is... A, a big deal because it's just a bundle for a game. The game's not going to be a system seller for the entire um, for the entire console's life cycle. So um, it's it's something that'll move units right now. But with the lead that PlayStation Four currently has, I don't think it will be enough to make it even catch up right now. I, I think <laughs> it could have been a lot better if it wasn't for the fact that you. It's not it's like. Xbox One only. It's not an Xbox One exclusive. Because uh, yeah, like you said, you can get it on PC. You can get it on the 360. I mean, if people just want to play Titanfall and they're already a Microsoft lover, they probably already have a 360. Yeah. So they're thinking, oh, why do I need an Xbox One for at the moment? At the moment. Right? I'll wait until a couple years when the price is down maybe and I'll get my Titanfall now because everything is still going to be on both systems. Mm -hmm. So... You can just wait for price cuts later on and get it for a lot cheaper. So I think if if it was only Xbox One, like literally only Xbox One, I think there might have been a big difference in sales. Because Titanfall is fun. I played it at TGS. Um, it was fun. I mean, and I hate first-person shooters with a passion. And I had fun playing it. So that says something about the game. Um that's pretty good. Yeah, Titanfall, it, I've been hearing that it's a great... I've, I've heard some people say that it's not as great as it was cracked up to be, but um, that stuff like that comes from any high-octane release, and um, Titanfall is clearly no exception, but it seems like it's a really good game. So if you would like an Xbox One, now is the best time to act um, before either the deals go away or, or start losing interest, because right now, Xbox is taking a significant loss on each sale with that it costs 471 bucks US to make an Xbox One, and they're selling it for either four, uh, 450 or 400 now. Um, so uh, that's a big deal. People should know this is UK only right now. Yes, it's from a couple. Go of England! Woo! <laughs> it's from a couple UK retailers. Not not in the US. Here we still have the standard 450 dollars Titanfall bundle. Um, but hey, if you're if you're up for an Xbox One. Now's the time. Have you guys heard of harmonics? I should know who they are. Oh. I heard of them. You really harmonics? Come on, everybody knows harmonics. Okay, rock band. Oh yeah, rock harmonics. band, Dance Central. Okay, um, rock band and Dance Central may be coming to the Xbox One and the PS4. Like what uh, the heck? Okay. Um, I I, th I think this is terrible news, and I'll get to really? it later. <laughs> Why is it terrible? Right 
uh, because all the DLC tracks are disappearing from from the stores. You're pretty much just going to get the game, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, they have quote grand plans to revive Rock Band. Uh, for well, here's what the CEO said. I have no clue how to pronounce his last name, but his first name is Alex. This <laughs> is <And laughs> what Alex said. Yeah. Rigo Pulos. Uh, anyway, um, he says that Rock Band and Dance Central are, quote, near and dear to the studio and will come back at some point on the coming console cycle with guns blazing. Yeah, that, now, if it's a brand new Rock Band, that's a different story. But... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not talking about, well, I don't know, it could be a port, but I, I, don't, I don't think of a port when I hear what he said. I feel like they're going to probably try to make another one. That's fine. Did you I'm guys say because it sucks because the they're getting rid of all the DLC? Yeah. The so did you guys ever play Rock Band or, or Garage Band? Or Garage Band. Um, <laughs> Guitar Hero. I tried a bit, but you know I'm not a. A lot of the songs on the original ones on the PlayStation Two, I didn't really like, so I couldn't really get into it much. I was I was a big DDR guy back um, on PS2. I loved DDR, and on PS3 I got it, and some of the songs were okay, but they made it re- way mainstream and stuff, and it was okay. And I don't know, just kind of the music game, the rhythm game genres just kind of died a little bit. So what do you think this could do? Um, could, could we see another kind of music gaming genre? Uh, I hope not. You hope not? No, well... Activision pretty much killed the genre with releasing Guitar Hero every year. Oh, that's and, true. Now, personally, I think the first Guitar Hero had the best selection of songs in it uh, as the standard game. Obviously, DLC later on for the later ones came out, which was great. But it was just constant release every year when they could have obviously just released the, the, the tracks, which they eventually started to do. Um, yeah. I don't know, like, I, I think that we're kind of past the music genre at this point. It had a nice little big boost right off, and then it just slowly died off. I want to hear from Ben because he's so quiet. Have you? Are, did you just kind of let the music gaming era run by? Yeah, pretty much. I, I uh, said nah, 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 that's not, <laughs> that's not for me. I could I could totally see you rocking the drums. Ah. <laughs> uh. A, a limey drummer, nah. that, that's Hey, Ringo Starr, man. Ringo Starr. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, my goodness. I'm still going to say it's crazy talk, but still. Um, no, no. no I must admit, the only... Uh, I'm going to bring this up now. Well, the only rhythm games I used to love was actually Parappa the Rapper and uh, Om Jammy Lammy. They're, they're the only sort of rhythm-based games I liked. I never really played any of the music genre games. Yeah. Man, good old Parappa the Rapper and his funky story, his whole real-life controversy. So sad. Yeah, we... Um, we we had them on the podcast. We did. Sorry, oh. sorry, guys. We did. A couple great guys there, um, Cameron Perry yeah. and Jacob, who um, had to deal with Dread Fox. I, I should check up on that sometime. Their childhood was ruined. It's Their so childhood sad. was ruined. Apparently, Several everyone's childhood was ruined. Not just theirs. 
Because I'll be honest, man, that Parappa commercial on the P for the PS One was just so awesome. I mean, do you guys remember that commercial? No, I just love the game. I can't remember the commercial. Oh man, that's what got me into wanting a PlayStation. Were those old school PS One commercials? PlayStation One commercials. The Siphon Filter Two. That's probably the best commercial ever. Did you guys ever see that one when he's on the train? And no, I, I think so. He's holding the guy hostage, right? And the guy's like, "Please, please don't kill me with the with the gun. It's it's too bloody." And he's like, "Oh, I can shoot you with the shotgun." He's like, "No, no, that's too messy, too." He's like, "I can, I can taser you." He's like, "Oh, you know that sounds pretty good." And he just starts tasering the crap. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great commercial. Uh, PS1 had awesome commercials, man. The Crash Bandicoot commercials, man. Ah, I miss those. By contrast, by contrast, I don't like the current PS commercials. I, I don't. Like they've since they lost Kevin Butler, since they let Kevin Butler walk away and go work for Wendy's of all companies, their commercials <laughs> have. I mean, the whole, the whole. Um, oh shoot! What was their tagline? Uh, for for PlayStation, for like now it's greatness awaits. No, long live play. That one. Yeah, long live play. Yeah. I liked the whole. Once they got over that, it only does everything, and they started with like Kevin Butler and long live play. Like that was the peak of their marketing. Um, outside of of course the PS One. It it only does everything was Kevin Butler too. It was. Yeah, yeah. that was his thing. It only does everything. Oh, I that thought that was his tagline. <laughs> Uh, I won't say it's necessarily all Sony wedding him. I mean, he went and did a Nintendo commercial. Yeah, against contract. Uh, he didn't do a Nintendo commercial technically. It was oh, a Bridgestone was... tire commercial that was also had a Nintendo sale in with in with it. Yeah. To be to be fair, but I have heard rumors he's back in 2015. He's back, Kevin rumor. Butler. Yes, I heard a rumor on the wow. internet. That he's what? back in 2015. The interwebs. Yeah. You can't believe everything you hear on the internet, but. Um, man. It would be nice if they make adverts for UK at this time, though. That'd be good. Kevin Butler's leave of absence. Okay, it seems like part of it could be because of the lawsuit, because Sony actually sued him over him. Um, appearing in that Bridgestone Tire commercial, he was playing the Wii. Yeah. Um, it says that his leave... This is an article from back in 2013. It says his leave of absence is confirmed until at least 2015. Yeah, so, that was the rumor. Yeah. That would be so cool. To be honest, after the way he got treated, I doubt he'll come back, even if he can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, if they pay him enough, they could. The, the guy was. The it, guy was. It, it would make a hilarious story. It would. Because I mean, it go, he's now back as vice president of something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Especially. I'm sorry. Leaving Sony right now. I wish. I wish Sony could. In some ways, I wish Sony could take the piss out of themselves. I know it sounds weird, but I would love to him drive up, yeah, it's if, see if I don't, uh, fake Wii, not complete the same, so they don't have to pay Nintendo licensing, have like fake Bridgestone tyre, is uh, him driving like fake tyres like Bradstone stand <laughs> and a fake Wii controller as the, as the actual steering wheel and he drives up in like a limo sort of thing I'm back baby 
Yeah. They might do that. <laughs> you never know, man. I could see hey, that's when up. Uncharted comes out. A couple of years, we're going to see Uncharted 4 or whatever it's going to call itself. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. I could see Kevin Butler like coming back with explosions in the background, like walking in slow motion and taking off sunglasses. And he just like looks at the camera and says, I'm back. See? So he's the dude, he's, uh, what's his name, from CI, uh, and, um, CSI Miami, <laughs> NYPD Blue. You guys yeah. know who I'm talking about, right? That kind of guy. I don't think so. I don't watch that show. I watched NCIS for a little while. NCIS Miami, though. Oh, NCIS Miami? You know, you know about him. He has that meme where it's like, talks for like, three words and then there's that dramatic pause takes off his glasses or puts it on or whatever and oh then yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right uh, like that thing is probably yes. you could do that kevin butler this this needs to go on twitter I'm, I'm gonna start like a hashtag called kevin butler 2015 we need to bring kevin butler back you gotta start a rumor man you gotta <laughs> just tweet, tweet it to him tweet it to him <laughs> we must we must get Kevin Butler back to PlayStation. Um, oh, by the way, since you left, uh, I don't think you know this, Dane. Since you left, I actually have uh, Yoshi, uh, Yoshida on my friends list on PSN. I'm Wait, sad. Really? Yeah. Why is, not, why is the whole cast not friended by Yoshida? Because Ben, like Ben, knows everyone. He knows Shahid, and he knows Chin, and now he knows Yoshida-san, and now he, he just knows everybody. And kind we're of just kind of <laughs> we're just kind of here, just watching in in, in green jealousy. Do you, have you actually talked with Yoshida, or is he just stalking you? I don't know. He, I I just got him on my friends list a while ago. I know it's him because he's the one that streams. So I've seen him stream, so I know for certain it's the same. Yeah, it is him. Are you talking so, yeah. about, like, on Twitter, or...? Yeah, he, he streams on Twitch. Oh, on Twitch, okay. In English or Japanese? In Japanese. Oh. <laughs> I still remember the, he streamed a while ago, um, him playing Outlast with his two kids. And Dane's like, why am I not friends with him? I can speak Japanese. <laughs> no, I can't speak Japanese enough to speak to him. Oh, <laughs> no, I only know a little Japanese. That's oh. about it. Well, so, a little. So yeah, I thought you guys knew that he was someone. I knew, I knew, because you talked about it in the oh. chat before. Oh yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> so I'm not totally surprised. I'm just super sad because I want. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. I, told I want you. him on my list. Now I feel, I feel alone and dead inside. By the way, I do have Shade on the princess as well. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? How's How's, how are Jack Tretton's kids, by the way, Ben? I, <laughs> how, was, how was the barbecue at his house last week? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it was tiring work going all the way to America just for a barbecue. But, you know, when it's when it's Jack Tretton, you, you know, you have to. Sacrifices must be made. I got to wonder, what is Jack Tretton up to right now, now that he's gone? The takeover of the world. Takeover of the world. Move it to Microsoft. <laughs> No, that would be ironic. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, no one ever said because, like, they said that he was going, but they didn't. They didn't even say so much as whether or not he would take another lower role in the company, or or if he was just going to retire, or, or what. 
There's so, no reason for him to go over there because they already promoted Phil Spencer to head of the Xbox division. Yeah. What is he going to do over there? What about CEO of the Xbox division? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Second in head of Xbox. I don't think he's going to take a massive pay cut for, for something like that. Microsoft would take Jack Tretton in a heartbeat. You know what kind of message that sends? Like, that's a big slap to the face. No, that's a slap to the face from him to Sony. <laughs> Unless he plans to sabotage. Just drop in the mic the again, man. He's just dropping the mic again. What's the name of the new the new guy, Sean something? Sean Peg. No, 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 no. <laughs> on, on Sony. The guy t- taking oh, over for sure. Jack. Simon Is Pegg? Simon Pegg, <laughs> No, I, I don't remember his name. Um, but he's been, he's been with the company Well, if we don't remember his name, then he's going to be called... We could call him Simon Pegg now, so we, know, we don't know his Sean name. Sean Layden, that's it. Sean Layden. Wow, that wasn't even close. No. <laughs> that's why it was like Peg, no? Um, yeah. So, best wishes to Jack. Um, hope... Everything goes well, and hope to see you again, dude. Not like you're gonna hear my voice right now, but um... I... maybe I'll send it. <laughs> hey, Jack. hey, just send it to Yosp, and he'll send it through. Send it through the train. Hey, I'm, I, I'm actually really tempted to send him a message just to see if I can get him on the car someday. That would be, that would be the coolest thing ever. He does. He does game over Greggy's podcast. Yeah. Surely, surely he can make some time for us. Uh, let's see if I work. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll see okay. what I can do. Ben's, Ben's, Ben's got the connections. Um, I don't know how I get connections, but I, I somehow <laughs> do. All right. So, Dane. Yes. Um, I am told that you have a topic that is sitting heavy on your chest right now. Is it sitting heavy on my chest? I, I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Oh yeah, that topic. Oh, the, uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. How are we gonna? How are we gonna start this? You just want me to go into my rant? I do. We 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 enjoy doing rants occasionally <laughs> here at RDGH. I've Good. I've done one on fanboys, and Ben has done an extremely polite one about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so well, I get more as a ranted about some of the entertainments happen. You do well. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with your affiliation with the KGB. You have little to... Everything's don't act, don't tell. But, um, <laughs> but now that Dane is here, let's, let's hear what Dane has to say about the Anita Award. Oh, freaking Anita Award. I mean, why is she getting a freaking Ambassador Award at the Game Developer's Choice Award? It's a rant. Let me okay. do my rant, Gary. Okay. Come on, He's man. Got People gotta know what you're ranting about. You can't just say. We don't know the words. What are these okay, words? Okay, so backstory is apparently Anita. Everyone knows Anita Sarkeesian. Um, no, who is she? You honestly don't know who, who she is. I know her, but some people might That's, not know her. That makes this even more hilarious. Um, so she's the one who does Feminist Frequency, who did the Kickstarter about doing sexism tropes versus women in video games and sexism in video games and stuff like that. And um, uh, that 
tons of people hate because she doesn't know how to do real research and such um and other reasons but anyways she's getting the as i'm reading the headline uh 2014 game developers choice awards honoring feminist frequency creator anita sarkeesian with ambassador award um whatever the ambassador award is but the fact that it's an award that she is getting for a really 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 misrepresented misresearched uh piece of crap is just mind-boggling I mean, really, how far are we going to go and pander to people who want to co-opt video games for their own selfish reasons and selfish fame uh, and such? It's just, it's just mind-boggling. And I'm feeding into it by the fact I'm talking about it, but i got to talk about it because it's just annoying as hell. I mean, like, what has she done? She's done nothing. That's of note. I mean, you go to YouTube, there's 50 different people doing 50 different videos completely lambasting how bad her research is for the videos she's done when she decides to actually do a video. I mean, it's been two years. She's done four videos in two years. Um, three of them are on the same freaking topic so and are no better done than her previous videos, which she was doing for, I'm guessing, like free or without Kickstarter money. So, um, I. But she needed all that Kickstarter money to steal those videos from. Yeah, other and then she takes and then yeah. So what are people say? What is the Game Developers <laughs> Choice Awards doing? They're like, let's give this award to a thief. Here's here's your ambassadorial award for thieving other people's work. I mean, it's and I've seen people defend it. I've seen people defend it, um, which is blows my mind because if this was a real academic setting, she would have been completely discredited and kicked out. I mean, can I steal someone's stuff and put it off as mine? No. Uh, that's called plagiarism. Uh, any first-year university student is told that the first day. You plagiarize, you're getting kicked out of school. That's literally what they're told. Um, so I mean, you might get a warning the first time, but then you get an F on the paper, and then the next time you're just you're like, nope, you failed the class because it's not your work. You're taught how to cite your sources, and so it just boggles my freaking mind that she is getting an award for lampooning like the like everyone. It's just it's just crazy. What I don't do you? What do you think about her message in general, um, r regardless of how poorly researched it, it certainly is? What do you think about what she's what she's trying to do? I think that, um, well, how do I explain it? Um, okay, first you have to ask: Do I think there is sexism, sexism in video games? That's the that's the first question you have to ask, and the question I would say is, no, there is not. Um, and I will tell you why. Resident Evil, uh, Final Fantasy XIII. Um, they have been, like her whole spiel, the whole thing is, or when people rant about sexism in video games, is um, it's basically body image and how characters are portrayed. That is literally what it is all the time. Oh, Chun Li has huge tits. 
so it must be sexism. Um, this character is in a chain bikini. It must be sexism. Um, and it's just totally focused on one side of the spectrum. No one, uh, for some reason, no one wants to validate the reverse. Like if you see a male character who's completely buff, no one calls that sexism. Um, all the same problems that, that women have in video games, men have just as much. And that's the problem with the message that uh, a lot of people do when they talk about sexism in video games is they only look at it as a female problem when it's all, when it's a male and female problem. Cause how many, cause like, let's, let's, you know, let's get straight to the point. The majority of video game players are men. How many men when they're kids are playing, say like mass effect and, or like any other game, resident evil, pick your choice. The hero is completely ripped. If it's a Western game, if it's a Western game, they're completely ripped and they look like mini Schwarzeneggers. Um, People talk about the self-esteem of women and it's like, oh, well, she has huge tits and she has this like, a, like um, look like the sorceress from Dragon's Crown, which was another mind fuck question, which people brought up for some stupid reason. But like um, they just look at it. Oh, look, it's going to hurt women's like self-esteem and their view on life and such or whatever. And then, but no one asks like with the men when they see the huge hulking knight who honestly looks like he eats like 50 chickens every meal just to keep <laughs> up that weight. Um, and no one says to like the 12 year old boy and ask him, like, do you, is your self esteem hurt? Because you don't look like that when you head to school every day. Um, no one asks it for the men. And when people bring that up, they say, well, it's not the same. You're privileged. You're, you're a male or a white male. So check your privilege or some BS like that. Um, and I mean, it's just, it's just if the message from people like Anita were fair and balanced and looked at both sides of the coin, then I would have no problem. But they don't look at both sides of the coin. They look at it only from a female perspective, which is fine at times, but they completely put it in a vacuum. Like it's only a female issue and they wrap it into a female issue and totally disregard the fact that it is both a male and a female issue, um, which is crazy. Um, and then you have to also take into a fact that a lot of these games are made in Japan or they used to be. Uh, since Anita's research hasn't caught up to the 21st century yet. She's still doing stuff in the friggin' 80s. Um, so where most of the stuff was Japanese. So uh, body image is completely different in Japan. I mean, you just have to look at some of their RPGs, and instead of a buff, ripped, six-pack guy, you see a dude who's thin and semi-lanky, and with hair that I wish I could still do because uh, I can't pull that off anymore. Um, but when they see the huge, the huge tits, the huge breasts on women, I mean, I was in Japan. That's real. There are a lot of women in Japan with breasts those size. Um, there's a lot of women who are flat, but there are a lot of women with large breasts like that. I think so. I to I Japan. Think just convinced about just a bunch of men to look into moving to Japan. 
<laughs> so I mean, so so it is, it is it is it is semi representational. I mean, are they exaggerated? Of course they're exaggerated because it's a video game. It's supposed to be fantasy. It's supposed to be fun for the player. And then also, um, and I said this again with a previous on a previous podcast. Um, there another big deal for a lot of these uh, critics about sexism video games is there's not enough female protagonists. Well, there's lots of female protagonists. Like I said, there's Resident Evil. I mean, Resident Evil, like, here's the thing. Except for six, for just the main series, except for six, it's literally one-to-one for male-to-female protagonists. You can be Chris or Jill. You can be Leon or Claire. Oh, then you have number three. Number three, you can only be a woman. Code Veronica, you can only be a woman, well, until like a small section of the stage when Chris shows up. Uh, number five, it's Chris or Sheva. Number six, okay, that's the only time there's one more man until you beat the game and then Ada pops up. And then it's basically kind of even. So, because it's Leon or Helena, it's Jake or Sherry, it's, well, then it's Chris or Piers. And that kind of breaks the combo, but then Ada shows up, and so it evens it out. So, I mean, if it's about female protagonists, like, they're there. Final Fantasy thirteen, It's Lightning, what? Sarah, and then Lightning. The Atelier series by Tecmo Koei, I mean, that entire series is, um, well, the main, main character, right? Um, so, like, the entire Atelier series, the main, main protagonist is a woman. Um... So there's a lot, and then that's not counting like what you said, uh, Ben. Just like other protagonists that you could be. Well, then there's tons of female characters. So I mean, it's people should be focused on like the stories and what the games are because having a because oh, because another part of the problem is they talk the talk but they're not walking the walk. If it's all about getting women uh, protagonists in games, well then put your money out and buy it. Lightning Returns should be the greatest selling video game of all time because you're only a woman in the game, but it's not. Resident Evil should be the greatest of all time. Like all of these games where people are like, oh man, there should be more women protagonists. They're there. You're just not buying them. So because there's not a story with them. Oh my God. Arrogance about this idea. And this isn't just for for women as well. This happens in a bunch of stuff, like the whole idea of, you know, there should be more black people in movies, or, or there should be more <laughs> women in this. I mean, for one, that it, it's a little arrogant to demand of developers and publishers, you need to tailor your story, you need to create a story and tailor your story toward my group of people to make me feel better. I think there's something a little arrogant about that. Um, I don't believe for a second that any of these developers or any of these creators are intentionally leaving out women because they don't like women or, or they don't want women in their game or something like that. That that's, that's an illusion that, that people have created within their own minds. Um, at the same time, we're talking about video games here. And quite frankly, um, there are a lot of really great female gamers. But let's face it, video gaming right now is a man's world. Um, and it's just, that's just how it is. A lot of most women don't care about video games. Um, so you're, are, you're lobbying for something that most women don't care about in the first place. Um, I, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be women in video games. I think there should. But I think that 
we are, or Anita and people with this same argument are um, creating a problem where there isn't one. Um, and, and they're lobbying for something that the very group of people that they're lobbying for don't care about the genre, don't care about the media that they're talking about. just want to add one thing. I just thought of the what should have been one of the greatest ever selling games then, yeah. Dane. Final Fantasy 10.2. Yeah. Not only do you have three main female characters, one of the main villains is a female. Uh, and she orders people around so she's bossy, she's in charge, she's yeah. she's there. Um, so yeah, you've got, you got like, there you go, Final Fantasy 10.2 should have been the greatest selling yeah, video like, game I mean, of all there time. There are games with female protagonists. There are games with female sidekicks. There are games with others in it. I mean... It's just people don't buy them for various reasons. And the reason is it has nothing to do with the fact that the main character is a woman. It's the fact that maybe they don't like the story. Uh, maybe they hate the story. Maybe they hate that game series. Not everyone likes Resident Evil, so of course they're not going to buy it. Even though, I mean, they could bring out in Resident Evil 7, they could bring out uh, a, a lesbian character or a, a, a gay man or something. And that's not going to change sales, even though they're... They made a character for that. They did that in Mass Effect. In Mass Effect Three, they had um, lesbian and and gay characters. They did, yeah. And I mean, and see, because this uh, is the problem. Also, is what's going to happen is it's this cry wolf syndrome, where someone's going to make a game like Mass Effect, right? Or it's like the whole Dragon Age controversy, Dragon Age Two and stuff, like where someone's going to have a legitimate story where there's a character where they just make the character and like, you know what, I want a gay character, I want a lesbian character, I want a black character, I want this, I want that. And they just want it. That's how the story's made. It has nothing to do with outside influences. But then when it's released, because of all of this BS that's going around, they're just people are some people are just gonna think, oh, well that character is only like, say, a lesbian because, you know, they're pandering to this demographic or you know, they don't want to get into shit because of all of these co-opted social justice warriors and stuff. So what could have been a really good idea, what should have been a pure idea, is now ruined because of it. And people really, are going to shy away. Do you think for a second that um, these people who are, are, are lobbying this way, do you think that they have ever turned a game down solely because there was no female protagonist or, or, or something like that? Do I think that? Well, that's pure speculation. Um, I think no. I think they don't. Um, I think they honestly probably, the ones who actually do play games, I think they honestly would like to have like more female characters that they can relate to, which is fine. That's okay to say. I mean, I asked my buddy Daniel, um, who everyone knows went to TGS with me. He's Korean-American, so he's Asian. And I asked him about Sleeping Dogs because the main character is an Asian. And he actually told me, yeah, it felt a little better for him, more of a real experience because, you know, it's an Asian man and he's an Asian man, so he could relate better. Um, But, you know, so that's a fair question to ask. Uh, The problem is they're not being asked in the right way and they're not realizing that, especially with skin color and people are like, oh, there's not enough blacks. Everyone's white. Well, let's face it. I said this to Ernest before. I mean, what color are you? He's not yellow. That's not a real color. He's as white as the driven snow. Um, (laughs) So 
so I was in Japan, man. They're all white. So there's a reason why 99% of the characters are white. It's because everyone outside that window is white as well. Um, that's the skin color of yeah. people. Uh, the majority of the vast majority of the people in the world, it's white, it's tanned, or it's black. That's really what it comes down to. Not um, even black. So, it's more like brown. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, and then when you do it, like, what, look what happened with Resident Evil 5. They say, oh, you know what? Let's put the game in Africa. But of course, what happens with that? Oh, it's racist because there you're was, killing black people as a white there guy. There was one guy. There was one guy that I met that he was so freaking dark. Like he walked in front of something that was black, and I <laughs> couldn't see him anymore. He was that dark. So, <laughs> so there is from the black guy, not from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't say anything here. When I, was, when I was part of the fire department, people would come up to me all the time and say, "Hey, Glenn, smile. We can't see you." So, I mean, and I, I'm not even that dark. So, That's I mean, what... shit, shit happens. I mean, people got to realize, you know, there's worse things in the world than the fact that I can't. Like, here's a funny thing. I'm playing Diablo three as we're doing this. Guess who my character is? Take a guess who I, I'm playing as in this hunter. game. The female demon hunter. Oh, you're close. I'm playing as the female monk. Oh. I'm like, I can choose it. I'm a guy. I could have chose the male monk, but I chose not to. I chose the female monk because it was now, different. It looked cooler. As far as male care, male gamers go, okay, there's this acronym that I learned. Girl. Guy in real life. Okay? Yeah. Guys love to play girl characters all the time. and what, I'm, I'm not one of them. I, I play guy characters all the time, um, which is, I, I guess, because I'm a guy. So it just makes sense for me to play a guy character, especially if you're like, in some games where you're like doing relationships or something like that, you know, to me, it's just strange to be a girl in that situation. And so I tend to play guy characters. When I ask, they say, oh, well, I play a girl character because I don't like looking at a guy the whole time. And it's like, that's, is that why you're playing the game to, to, to gawk at your character? Cause there's, there's something, there's something on the internet called porn where you can do that <laughs> all the time. For but, free. For free. But this is a game, and the whole reason you're playing the game is to gawk at your character. And they're like, no, it's just I don't like looking at guys. And it's just, it's, now, it's now, silly. Now, Glenn, in my defense. <laughs> oh, in my defense. <laughs> I, I create female characters in MMOs. Yes. But I, I, the only reason I do it is because I get more free stuff because people think I'm a chick. From other players, true Even story. Though they know it's probably a guy. Yeah. So I mean, they might know. Sure. Either way, when I play as a male character in an MMO, people just ignore me. They never want to help me. They never want to do anything. I'm never invited to any raids or anything. If I'm a female character, I come up to them. I'm like, "Hey, can I can I join in?" Let's go. Oh, sure, go ahead, anytime. <laughs> For whatever reason, DC Universe Same. Online. I was a female character. One female character with a group of a whole bunch of male characters. I went into a raid, the Fortress of Solitude raid. These guys were fighting amongst, the, amongst each other. Who's going to get what? And then here's me, the one female chick character. All of a sudden, it's like, let the female have it. She probably doesn't have that many stuff. She probably doesn't play that many games. I was like, sweet. <laughs> I got all this free stuff because they thought I was a female. It's because they're, they're all gamer guys and... 
They're exactly. lonely and they go up this in this like, a girl! Final Fantasy fourteen. yesterday, two guys stalked me for three hours. They wouldn't leave me alone. Okay, that's hilarious. Again, I apologize for that, Gary. <laughs> See, it's funny because, like, I when I pick a character, I literally pick who's the coolest looking. Like, exactly. And that's I'm like, those games too. And then I'm like, well, you know what? Believe it or not, a lot of the female characters look a lot cooler than their male counterparts. Um, I don't know why. It just does. Now, do I only play female characters? No. Uh, like, when I play DC Online, I made a male character because that's me, bitches. Right? <laughs> I play myself in that game. So, um, but, yeah, I just don't I, – I just, I just don't get it. It's just weird how it's everything just gets co completely co opted and it's really really sad, um, it, and it, such. It really is because a lot of these people they they always focus on the games that seems to to do it to, to exaggerate it to a point. You know, when Dragon's Crown was coming out and a concept and the character art came out for that, everybody lost their gasket because of that. But there yeah. have been other games that that pretty much do the same thing maybe not to, to the to the exaggerated point but there have been a lot worse games that that had the art design that were, uh, of female characters that was a lot worse than dragon's crown but like they get fixated on one thing but they always seem to miss out on on all the other better things i mean i always go back to tomb raider i mean i can't imagine tomb raider with a male character instead of laura Croft. wow that would uncharted. be indiana jones that would be uncharted well, tech, but I'm talking about like if if you took the new Tomb Raider and you removed Laura and put a male character with her kind of the same personality, and I can't imagine. Yeah. Uh, same personality, yeah. I, you know what? I'll be honest. That whole cop of field scene would probably be completely different. <laughs> Definitely. And you know what? It would actually be more graphic. Probably, yeah. It would be more crap right, because probably, you know a lot of people lost their crap when Kojima said that Metal Gear Solid Five is going to have the 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 torture thing, the the female torture scenes. It was like, oh my god, you can't do that. I'm like, it happens in real life. Why can't it happen here? It also happened in Metal Gear Solid One, where well, not female torture, but you had Snake being tortured in Metal Gear Solid One and Raiden being tortured in Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid Two. Yep. If it's done to a guy, it's perfectly okay. If it's done to a white guy, it's even better okay. <laughs> uh, but if it's done to a woman, nope, that's bad. Uh, if it's done to a black guy, oh, it's even worse. Um, it's just it's this social justice warrior BS that's co-opting the industry, and I really hope something happens to put an end to it because just these little mini things keep popping up which kind of ruins being a gamer because it's just i just want to play my game i just want to be happy i want to play resident evil 5 and shoot my zombies without having to feel like i'm being a racist because i'm in africa as a white guy shooting the zombies or something um or, or as weird as that is but then i'm sheva and then it's okay it's like what? Like how does that work? <laughs> um, so tell me, Glenn. Tell okay. me, Glenn. Please tell me. Tell me, my brother. How how does that work? You know, it's a. <laughs> I don't look at me. <laughs> it's a mystery to me too. I have no idea. <laughs> have no idea. Like there's so many. There's so many double sedan. Like the N word. Okay. The, the N-word. Um, <laughs> Which everyone I, knows what you're saying when you say the N-word. Isn't that even better? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, we all die. So, so many people are like, oh, you know, you you called me a nigger or something. You you're a terrible person. You know how how dare you? But then you you turn to two black guys and they, the first thing they say when they see each other, "What's up, my nigga? What's up?" It's like it's the same freaking word, but the fact that it's coming from a black guy makes it more acceptable than when it comes from a white guy, even if it's in the same kind of context. And it's like, what? It's like, what in the world? Why is there such a double standard? Why is there such hypocrisy from from people? That that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's just become a social thing now, uh, some kind of social phenomenon. And I don't know. The same the same kind of stuff happens everywhere. I don't know. I, I don't, know what's interesting about that, Glenn? I want to say even in Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah. none of the white characters call Franklin, the black character, the N word. <laughs> none of them. But if he. Constantly, when he's By in the, the way, game, wanna... that's every other word is that word. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Because by the way, I want to say one of my guys, one of my guilty guilty pleasures has to be that episode of South Park, where I don't know if you ever, any of you guys have ever seen it. Basically, um, Randy Marsh is on the Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> and he gets a word. A, basically, that it, it, it's N blank GG, you know, and. There's loads of black guys in the audience. Anyway, he says the word we're all thinking, like you would. Uh, it's people who annoy you, oh, by the way, yeah. is the question. Yeah, and it reveals to be actually naggers. But <laughs> I, I, I admit, it, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm racist, but I would. I would think that word if I saw that combination. Yeah, I wouldn't think naggers. That, that was the producer's fault. That was I'm not sorry. his fault. So I don't so even know good. what a nagger yeah. is. What, what the heck? A nagger? If it's a nagger is someone who won't complain. So, oh, so complain who nags. Nags. He'll nag. Yeah, nagger. That's... But yeah. Here, here, here's something for you, Glenn. Vinegar. vinegar. Are you offended? I just said vinegar. No. I just said the word, but I added a v on the start of it. Suddenly it's okay. See, that's even worse because vagina starts with v as well. So you called me a vagina and a nigger at the same time. I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt, man. Oh, and, hey, man, and, we're bros, man. And, we're brothers. <laughs> That's how we do it. Man. Also, we got to remember, vinegar can be black as well. <laughs> You're more racist. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a disclaimer: we are truly about racial diversity. We're just having fun. Get to watch some Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. He's dope. Bill Cosby's amazing, man. He he put he sent out this quote. That's um, not a quote. He 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 talked for a while about how. Um, black people tend to carry themselves on the street and whatnot, and I'm, don't don't draw from what I'm saying because I know I'm going to say something and it's going to come out wrong. But look at what Bill Cosby said; it's just so true. Just look up what he had to say about um, goodness. What, what what was the speech called? Let me see if I can find that. I know the, the speech you're talking about because I read it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. Blaming white people. Yes. Blaming white people. And let's see. He, um, I'll just read you the first couple of paragraphs. He says, they're standing on the corner and they can't speak English. I can't even talk the way these people talk. Why you ain't, where you is, what he drive, where he stay, where he work, who you be. And I blamed the kid until I heard the mother talk and then I heard the father talk. Everybody knows it's important to speak English except these knuckleheads. You can't be a doctor with that kind of crap coming out of your mouth. In fact, you will never get any kind of job making a decent living. And that does sound a little salty um, as just an excerpt. But just take a look at... But it's true, man. 
It is I true. mean, because think about it, because here's, here's an issue, and let's talk about a real issue uh, here, like a real-life issue like that. I'm in Korea, and social justice warriors are really big about how, like, Korea is all racist because they only hire white people. They don't, yeah. like, it's hard to get a job here as an English teacher, as a black man. But it makes, it kind of makes a lot of sense if their only experience of black people is through the media in the West. And what is it all the time? Mm -hmm. It's like, what is this in the house, yo? Like, yeah. they're talking like, it's not English. They want to learn English, yeah. not street talk. Listen, so, this, is, this isn't extremely long. Do you mind if I read the rest of it? Right ahead. Okay. So after where I just left off, here's what Bill Cosby says. <clears throat> and I quote, people marched and were hit in the face with rocks to get an education. And now we've got these knuckleheads walking around. The lower economic people are not holding up their end in this deal. The people are not parenting. They're buying things for kids. $500 sneakers for what? And they won't spend $200 on hooked on phonics. I'm talking about these people who cry when their son is standing there in an orange suit. Where were you when he was two? Where were you when he was 12? Where, where were you when he was 18? And how come you didn't know that he had a pistol? And where is the father? Or who is his father? People putting their clothes on backward. Isn't that a sign of something gone wrong? People with their hats on backwards, pants down around the crack. Isn't that a sign of something? Or are you waiting for Jesus to pull his pants up? Isn't it a sign of something when she has her dress all the way up and got all type of needles, piercings going through her body? What part of Africa did this come from? We are not Africans. Those people are not Africans. They don't know a thing about Africa. With names like Shaniqua, Taliqua, and Muhammad, and all of that crap, and all of them are in jail. Brown or black versus the Board of Education is no longer the white person's problem. We have got to take the neighborhood back. People used to be ashamed. Today a woman has eight children with eight different husbands, or men, or whatever you call them now. We have millionaire football players who cannot read. We have million-dollar basketball players who can't write two paragraphs. We as black folks have to do a better job. Someone working at Walmart with seven kids, you're hurting us. We have to start holding each other to a higher standard. We cannot blame the white people any longer. And that is Bill Cosby's take on this whole, well, on just the way people tend to carry themselves. I, I think um, it's so easy to, to point fingers and say, oh, it's because of media or it's because of that. But quite frankly, a lot of this, a lot of the trends, a lot of the current trends I see coming from like, things like rap music and whatnot. Just as an aside to that, for people who don't know, Bill Cosby is literally a licensed teacher. He has a master's in education. So he's not like he's just some celebrity who's just talking shit about stuff. Like, I mean, he's well-educated. He is super well-educated. I listen to, like, a lot of his speeches. And the dude knows what he's talking about, whether people like it or not, even though he's a pariah in the <laughs> black community, in parts of the black community from stuff I've seen. So... Uh, it's like the most split. He's like one of the most split personalities. You either love him and agree with him as a black person or you hate him and think he's an Uncle Tom. Yeah. Um, it's as simple as that. Whatever, yeah, I'm a white guy. Like I have an Uncle Tom or something, <laughs> you know. I think quite frankly, it's a, it's a shame that there is, quote unquote, a black community. I, I stand more with Morgan Freeman on it because what Morgan Freeman said is the way to get rid of racism <laughs> is just stop talking about it. Like, everyone likes to point out, oh, this is for white people, or this is for black people. And that doesn't help anybody, you know? And this is just my opinion, but it's just, we, we spend so much time worrying about things that don't matter when we could be worrying 
about bettering each other and bettering our communities. We're worrying about stupid things that don't matter. So, um, it's sad because like, like you guys said, it's like a trend, you know, it's on video games. Now it used to be about movies. Then it went to music. Let's play music for everything. And now it's, let's play video games for everything. Yeah. There, there, there are a lot of trends. Like in my media class, we were talking about violence and whether or not video, we, we weren't like, no one had asserted out of the blue that video games were responsible for everything, but we talk about different issues in media, and we were talking about video game violence and whether or not that has an effect on people. And It's just people like to just point fingers, oh, this is the problem. Someone should do something about that when that's not the problem at all. Part of the problem is the fact that like, people could get a message, like a message, out to the world easier than it's ever been. I mean, this is why, like, if I looked, I read, like, I still have my entire um, gaming magazine collection, game players, PSM, all of those, and I read it, and there's no BS. There's no, there's none of these, like, editorials about all of these, like, social justice issues. It's just the games, because there was, like, a short, they only have so much they can put into the magazine, so it's not just BS. Uh, they're not trying to just get hits like they do on websites. I mean, a lot of these issues are just made up because people want to put out a, a, a hit, uh, a, like a title geared towards just getting hits so people will click it because that's how they get the ad revenue for all of these, um, all of these companies. And so it's just – and then um, – Crap! I forget what else. What my point was. <laughs> Crap. No, you know, it, um, it's true. It is just to get so many hits. I remember the article yeah. about uh, the Castlevania Wars of Shadow Two scene where that one lady, uh, yes, that him murdering that family was a sign of rape, and I'm just like, I, I played the game, I saw it, and n- nowhere in there that did it indicate any type of rape. I mean, he just yeah. woke up. He needs blood. This family is there. He kills them and drinks their blood. Yeah. That's so that, <laughs> I remember my point. It was the fact that because anyone can get a message out there, there's no fact checking anymore. It's just it just takes wind. It's like a rumor mill in a high school. Literally, the, it's it's just high school drama. You just say, oh, you know, C- Cynthia's a slut. It doesn't have to be true. You just say it to someone and it spreads like, you know. It spreads like the wind. It's like the whole, um, believe it or not, I'm going to probably get some hate on this. It's the whole Jack Thompson BS. And I'm going to get hate because of the fact that he's totally misrepresented, uh, believe it or not. Because I, when I first got into it, I was all, like, when I was first doing the whole, like, video game journalism thing, I did lots of papers on video games when I was doing my undergrad. And I was one of those people who didn't, like look into things as hard as I should have and like people just read they people just know Jack Thompson from the whole Adam Sessler debate and it doesn't look that good on there but then I actually saw him in uh what was a screw attack on one of their gaming conventions had a debate between him and someone else and it was an hour-long debate and I forget who the other person was and I listened and I realized he has a totally different, like, he's not this, this evil, like, person who wants to ruin video games when you actually listen to what he says. 
because people put the blinders on. They say, oh, we should change such and such about video games. And then people put the blinders on and be like, no, 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 you can't do it. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing for everything. And people don't realize his message was he doesn't want to end GTA. He doesn't care about GTA. He doesn't care that people buy GTA. It's who is buying it and how are they buying it because there's a rating system. And his whole message was basically, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm like doing it myself, if you have a rating system, follow it. Otherwise, why do you have this? I um, work with um, some middle school kids. Uh, great kids, great kids. But a couple of them are gamers and they're like 13 years old and they've played Skyrim and they've played Assassin's Creed and all that stuff. And, yeah. and they ask their parents and their parents buy them these games. Uh, well, actually, the, in the UK, the rating system is nothing more than a guidance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You cannot sell to anyone under 18, but you get, there's no actual law against them playing it if it's in your own home. Yeah, there's, there's no... Yeah. It's nothing like that here, too, but what I'm saying is the rating systems are there for a reason. It's, it's not saying that you're... Oh, you're under 18, so you just can't play this game, period. But parents should use... <laughs> I feel weird saying this. This is so weird sitting here talking about what parents should do. But, um... You know, parents should... They're, those ratings are there so that you have an idea of what kind of content is in this game. And when parents buy games for their kids, I don't think they even bother looking at, like, I don't think they know anything about video games, most of them. So they, they see this M down there and it doesn't mean anything to them. But I, I think it's important to pay attention to things like that. See, as a kid, my parents would play the game first, see what the content's like, and then if it's not too bad, play through it with me. Yeah, yeah. I used to play 18 plus games, but there was always a sort of, they always checked beforehand. Yeah. So, games are here to stay, and it doesn't help that shootings at schools are at an all-time high. Video games still get a little blame for that. Um, like the Columbine shooting some years ago, I, I guess the... Um, perpetrators they had been grand theft auto fans or something like that doom it was doom oh okay it was doom yeah. and and so yeah. they it, everyone pointed and were like aha they played grand theft auto see video games did it and it's like no cuz millions of people play grand theft auto and millions of people don't go around killing people so yeah. Yeah, they might have played Grand Theft Auto, but there was probably something else going on in their heads that Grand Theft Auto had, or excuse me, I keep saying Grand Theft Auto, Doom, that Doom had very little to do with. So, don't, I, I guess the moral of all this is, for, for all of you listeners, don't just look at a message and, oh, that must be the gospel, that must be the truth, because there's even so many, Even our message, even our message. Even our message. I mean, we're, we're, before, before we work for PSU, before we do this podcast, we're still people, we're still gamers with opinions, okay? And we're not perfect, we may be wrong. And so check things out for yourself, just be responsible with information, because information is powerful now, these days more than ever, information is very powerful. So it's important to be responsible with it and to make sure that what you're seeing is true before you go ahead and act on it, um, so, this episode got much deeper than I think any of us realized it would. It's because I'm back on the show. It's because Dane's back. Dane, like Dane brought the fire. That's, <laughs> and, I was just building it up. It's been stoking for like the past couple months. 
And meanwhile, our British guy, Ben, is just kind of in the background, just silent. Well, I'm uprising against my British <laughs> suppressors, oppressors. Go Canada. <laughs> Go Canada. No, you can I'm... win for now. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, that reminds me of the greatest gag I saw on Facebook the other day. It was this fake message from the Queen to America about how she's rescinding the revolution and the Constitution of America and America's back into colonial, into under colonial rule because of how screwed up the country is. But, Dane, I'll catch you next time, Dane. <laughs> next time. And it's just like, wait until we have a soccer match, or a football match, as they call it. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah, we would get our asses kicked. <laughs> but hockey will take you to town, man. But, Dane, I ain't your buddy guy. You're not my friend, pal. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play the South Park game. I really want to play the South Park game. I'm waiting for it to go on sale. Uh, it's on sale in Europe, isn't it? I thought it was... Well, in on the the American PS Store, because that was that was the thing. I was so so sad, Keanu, about it. Was there's there's three games this whole year that I wanted to review. I could cared less if I reviewed any other games, but there's three I wanted to do. One was Lightning Returns, because obviously I'm the biggest Lightning fanboy there is, as my <laughs> friend puts it. She is my waifu. Like as my friend put it, I am the greatest. Final Fantasy 13 fan who hates Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> <laughs> I just get all of this stuff for it. It's insane. I mean, I got a giant um, uh, six-foot banner for Final Fantasy 13 too, like a laminated official Square Enix promo banner for Final Fantasy 13 too. Um, it's like six feet tall. It's like one of those ones you put up in the store and such. And only because lightning's on it. That's the only reason I have it, because lightning was on it. But <laughs> I wanted to do lightning returns, but Tim did 13-2, so he got to do it. I wanted to do South Park, but Kyle and Steven got to do it. And thankfully, I got Persona 5. Thankfully, oh, I got Persona you 5. Damn you, <laughs> Dane! That's right, but motherfuckers. You uh, Dane, mine. Dane you, forgot, you actually forgot a game on that list. I what? actually really want to Persona do... Persona 4 Dancing All Night? Dynasty Warriors. Well, I don't... I do, but I... They, I Yeah, I can't get into why I didn't do that. I was sad about that. Yeah. So, I'd really like to review Watch Dogs, but I'd feel bad because I just reviewed a big game. Nah. Uh, that's already chosen. Kyle's doing that. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Kyle is doing it, but he's kind of put on temporary hold for for AAA games because he's got a sweet lineup. Yeah. So, um, so he's kind of limited at the moment because you know people, as you know, I'm the reviews editor, so I say who does what. I'm um, happy with my my next game. Well, next game after this, hopefully, Velocity. Yes. I I just don't know what the next big title is that's coming out that's not already called because we basically got it in. <laughs> If I call, well, well, to be fair, Ernest has Destiny, so sure. he's got that I, called I, up. I want the division. I want the division. No, no, don't give it. He to called him. it. He called it. He called it. Is there a release date? <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I technically have two games on my list without a release date. So. Kyle has quite a few. So. Either the um, division or Uncharted, one of the two. 
Fine, then I'm going to claim Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> I can't believe you got Persona, Dane. I hate you. I did it, yeah. I, I got it from Kyle. Yeah, I claimed it last year when it was announced. <laughs> I, I got yeah. Dragon Age, so I'm happy with that. But I got, like, the freaking entire Persona 4 figure collection, man. Nice. I got to rock it. I have literally almost the entire Persona series on every format possible. It's ridiculous. So I got. are you going to get the original Persona 4 when it comes to PS3 pretty soon here? I already, well, I already have it. I have the Golden and I have the PS2 version. Um, yeah, they're, I they're, got... bringing, they're bringing the PS2 version to PS3 now. It's yeah, it's crazy. Well, well, this is this is my Persona collection. This is my Persona collection, and sorry to cut you off, Gary. Um, I got Persona One for the P for the PS Vita, like PSN. I'll say PSN. I got Persona One PSN and Persona One Japanese. I still need to find the English version because it's different. It's actually different. Wow. Um, they did a lot of changes to that game. Um, and then I have Persona 2 in, uh, Innocent Sin for PSN. It's not in English on the PS1, so I can't get it. But I have it on Japanese on the PS1. I have Persona 2 Eternal Punishment on PSN, on uh, PlayStation 1 in English, and in Japanese. And then I have all say? the PS... I have PS... I have Persona 3 and Persona 3 Fez in English. I have Persona 4 and Golden... And then I have, like, a ton of the figures, like, you know, the actual figures. I was a little surprised to hear that it was the PS2 version coming to PS3 because Persona 4 Golden is so much better than the PS2 version. I know. And that's saying the PS2 version was good, but was really good, actually. But the There's PS2, no Marie. There's no Marie. There's no Marie. There's no, I mean, there's no ski trip. There, like, all the stuff that I loved about Persona 4 Golden won't be there, and it sucks. Yeah, that's because it takes more time to port that one over to the PS3 than... Yeah, yes. that's true, but still, it's... It, it, and the it, King game, man, the King game is still censored. It is? It was censored? Well, you, well, you know what the King game is, right? Yeah, 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 where they were in the club and they were drawing straws to do random stuff. Yeah, you know that in the Japanese one, supposedly, they're actually drunk. Oh, yeah. So, they were, they were I, acting drunk, and then they were like, what? I guess it's just that, yeah. this fear that we're drunk off of, because I haven't been drinking any alcohol. No, sir. Yeah. I mean, that game is like, that whole series gets changed from the from Japan to here. Like, for example, in Persona 1, they um, they actually made a guy black who wasn't black. Or something. <laughs> um, they just changed the names or something, and yeah, they changed all their names because they were too Japanese. It's better stuff. than so, um, it's better than four kids who turned a white guy into a black guy for some reason, yeah, or, or like, turned a black guy into a white guy. It's like I was watching, I was watching Yu Gi Oh Bridge, and there's actually a bit where Tristan suddenly becomes black for like half a scene. <laughs> yeah, and then like. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. And then they changed what Tia says for yeah. something. One scene, she's supposed to say female intuition, and they censored that for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then in Persona 2, Innocent Sin, like you fight Hitler at oh, yeah, the yeah. end. Um, but I don't know if it's in the 
PS Vita version or if they took it out or changed it. Like it's supposed to be Hitler. It they say it call him Hitler in the Japanese version. <laughs> I think like they changed the his name version, for the American they, version they turn him into Osama bin Laden or something. No, they just changed his name. Well, this was nineteen ninety seven, oh. so I don't think Osama was around as he was then. But um yeah. And then like um for Persona three, you guys played Persona three, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, like um, the main, the main bad guy, like the main persona bad guy, um, like if you pre-ordered the game, like I did, you got an art book with it, and but they had to, the game got delayed because the main character looked too much like Jesus, and so they had to take that out of the book. So yeah. they had to fix that issue. I'm surprised the game even came around because you're shooting yourself in the head the whole time. I mean, or under the chin. They were going to edit that from 3. I remember. They were planning to edit that out. But they never did. They never did, no. I didn't mind it. I just thought it was kind of weird. It was like, (coughs) especially in the first part. You you remember that opening scene where he gets the gun for the first time and he gets the feeling that he's supposed to shoot himself in the head with it? And it's like, that's such a twisted kind of scene. It totally is. That's what I just want to bring this up for a second. There's one game that came out as a PS2 classic recently on the North American PlayStation Store from Atlas that I highly recommend. It's called Ryudu Kuzunori versus the Soulless Army. Yes. Check that game out because it is awesome. I own it on the PS2. I have it. I also have a sequel. I don't remember what the sequel is called. I couldn't find the sequel. That was the problem. I couldn't you know find what's it. Funny? It came in the collector's edition with a plushie, with the main character plushie. And I have two copies of it, and I haven't opened a single one of them. They're still wrapped up, still boxed yeah. up. That's crazy. Oh, 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 okay. I, here's a hilarious thing that I got to talk about before we wrap up. Just because it's because we were going on about the whole Anita thing and, and that hilarity. Okay, so um, next week or soon or something, I'm supposed to be reviewing the game Conception 2 um, and Children of the Seven Stars, or I forget what the subtitle of it is. But, anyways. I'm bringing this up because here's what the game's about. Do you guys know what the game this game is about? I don't believe so. Talk to okay. me. Okay. Get get ready. Get ready for this, man. Remember, this is not a hentai game, but it's so. What I'm about to say so sounds like it. You are a high school dude who has to uh, procreate with his classmates to create children to fight the enemy. And, and that's why it's called. That's why it's called conception. The the immediate question I have is how long does each uh, pregnancy last? I don't know, but the game's literally <laughs> like a harem game, is what it looks like. Because uh, it's one dude who's the main character, main character, and then the rest are women, it looks like, who are your classmates, who you have to get with. Um, so the story, I don't know. And here's the better thing about it, right? Is immediately social justice warriors are going to be like, it's so sexist. Um, but it's an Atlas game. So. Who does Atlas? Or who? what does Atlas do? Persona. So they know how to make a story. 
So this is going to be a really interesting game because it should, in theory, because it's Atlas, have a really kick-ass story that makes sense other than, hey, girl, let's, let's get together in the backseat of the pickup and have our kids fight the bad guy for us or something. So yeah, it's yeah. going to be – but the, the firestorm – I'm just waiting for this firestorm, maybe – I don't know. There's a, there hasn't been one yet, but the game's released in three days, so I don't know what's happening. Maybe people haven't heard about it yet. Their their sexism dar hasn't popped up. Their fake sexism dar hasn't popped up. I don't know. I'm yeah. just waiting, but it's going to be hilarious. I can't wait to play it and review it. Yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff coming your way, viewers. Uh, viewers. And that's on the Vita. That's on the Vita. I was going to say that because it sounds like a game I want to buy, but I wanted to know if it was on the Vita or not. It's, it's on the Vita and the 3DS. Sweet. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not a console game. PS3 it's as not, well. It's not PS3. Okay. It's, uh, unless it changed, it's only Vita and 3DS. Well, I think I might so. buy this game, depending on your review. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Once I get code, we're good to go. Sweet. Fun times. All right, guys. Um, it has been an amazing episode. Dane, thank you for being back here. What time is it for you right now? Uh, currently is 8.47 in the morning. And before I leave, uh, to all the viewers, currently my novel, The Lissomer Files, Choice and Consequence, is on sale for 99 cents on the Amazon store. So pick yes, it up. So and if you're British, Amazon. it's 79, 79 pence. <laughs> or is it seventy-seven pence? Either way, it's it's yeah, less than it's cheap. less than a pound. Go to Amazon.com, search Lasombra Files, L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A Files. Um, I'm hoping you know how to spell files. Um, okay. It seems like I haven't read it yet. I just bought it myself just before the podcast, um, but it looks really good. So, Dane, thank you. Um, it, this guy, we woke him up actually by accident. We saw him online, and we were like, okay. Time for the podcast. I think Dane's going to be on. He's online. Hey, let's call him. And we woke him up. So sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> That's okay. Anytime. I'll just make sure to do that. That will be the calling card. I'll just put it on. I'll fall asleep with it on. <laughs> and then I'll just randomly get woken up by a phone call. There you go. With three so we're good. staring at you and Skype. Um, yes. but, but seriously, this, it's super early for him. He's in Korea. So thank you for being on. Um, yeah, because it's, it's a perfectly good time for me right now. Sure. Well, what time is it for you? It's almost eight, so nine, ten. It's almost one in the morning for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so you're on, you're on gamer hours. Yeah. Gamer. Okay. <laughs> so, um, real quick, guys, both of our amazing podcasts. We, we come from PlayStation Universe, so we're, we're kind of a all kinds of gaming podcast, but we come from PlayStation Universe, and we have PlayStation Unchained and this. Both are great podcasts. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We are on iTunes. And if you subscribe to us, you will receive both of our podcasts on all your iThings automatically. Um, furthermore, if you rate us and if you leave us a, a review on iTunes, we will read your review online, um, online, excuse me, on the air um, as soon as we see it. So um, there's that, guys. Don't for also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RDGHPSU. I promise we are a lot of fun. But if you would like to talk to us individually, we're, we're fun individually as well. We're great people. At least I think so. Um, you may do that as well. So, um, Ben, talk to us. How, how can people reach you? Well, if you want to use your written words to contact me, 
You can contact me at chili underscore UK on Twitter. You can also contact me at Ben dot Hall on uh, at Ben dot Ben at PSU dot com. My brain is not working. Uh, and you can contact me at Chili on the forums, of course, as well. Chili on the forums. I, I always like how you specify, like <laughs> contact with my words. You see this with your eyes. You hear it with your ears. I, I feel sometimes like saying no. I think I'd rather hear this with my spleen today. <laughs> don't you want to? Don't you want to Don't you look at it with your ears? Smell it. <laughs> smell it with your mouth. <laughs> smell it. <laughs> that just sounds gross. <laughs> well, it's okay. when you know. You know, it's that thing when it. Yeah, it smells so bad you can taste it. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, yeah. we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, our resident Russian KGB Gary. How can people contact you, sir? Uh, people can reach me on Twitter at G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, that's at Gagalush. Or you can reach me on PSU's email. That's uh, Gary, G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com. You are at 63 to 61 Twitter followers as of this moment, right? Success, yes. 61. Listen, 40 more, excuse me, 39 more Twitter followers, and Gary buys someone a video game of his or her choice. Yes, and your odds are even better because some people that follow me are just like website people. They're not really people. So. <laughs> and so, so follow Gary. You might get a game, and if you get to 500, he'll buy someone a console. Does that still stand? Most likely, yes. Most likely? Okay, okay. <laughs> And Dane, of course, I know you're busy, but how can people yeah. contact you? Um, uh, people can contact me at Twitter, so at LaSombraFiles, L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A-F-I-L-E-S. Or you can reach me, uh, PSU email, dane.smith at psu.com. That's D-A-N-E. And also, uh, coming soon, hopefully later this week, the physical copy of my book will be released for eleven ninety nine, which I can confirm that I will be purchasing again. Published yes, awesome. So, so yes, Dan, was it weird coming here and not posting today? Um, you know what? It was weird because I'm the host <laughs> with the most, but I'm uh, but it makes sense. I understand it. I because of my schedule, I'm I don't know when I'm going to be on, and so we need continuity, guys. Glenn's the man now. He's the commissioner. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna give the host of the most, if he's gonna step down, he's gotta give it to someone of equal rank, which is a commissioner. <laughs> no offense, Gary. <laughs> Poor Gary. Thanks. So Thanks. did I do an, did I do an hey, okay? What about me? <laughs> but you you you're you're Ben Sterling, man. You have your own show. True, true. So we've gotta spread the love or we're gonna be called racist for not having the only black guy on just kept as a sidekick. <laughs> well, could we could we be considered racist for having him on all the time as a host just because he's oh it's a double edged sword there. Oh no. Okay, we're going into, into on, a, on a positive note, you're doing a great job, Glenn. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm happy. So the show is in good hands uh for my inevitable return in like a decade. <laughs> At which I will be stepping down that day, so I will slowly begin sabotaging everybody. Until I'm the host, I still want Glenn as uh, Gary as the host. Sometime it would be awesome. We should do that, Gary. You, we should let you. We should have you host at some point. It's gonna be bad. I'm gonna like. I don't know about this. You don't okay. speak Russian, <laughs> though, man. We don't speak Russian. I'm gonna solely convert people to my cause. 
that's, I, I think I think we should have Gary sometime soon. That, that's Putin's job. But yes, I agree. Okay, guys. Um, so it's been a phenomenal episode. Um, shout out to you, Ernest, wherever you are. Um, and we hope that all of our wonderful podcast listeners will return next week for episode 14. Until then, as always, we wish you a great week. Uh, a great week. <laughs> that Russian vodka, you know. Um, we wish you a great week, great gaming, and of course, don't be a racist. Peter, you look like you could use a Coke. Kev, you know, uh, there was a rumor you were going to show up. Peter, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. You don't have to tell me. Uh, You know, listen, I'm sorry about this, but uh, as long as I'm here, do you mind if I get something off my chest? I'm kind of in the middle of something here, Kev. I'll be quick. So am I crazy, or did I just see a hundred French acrobats prancing around an arena the other night? I hear there was a sale on blue ponchos. But seriously, I know everyone's got their eye on this motion control battle like it was Olivia Munn in a Lara Croft outfit. I say it's time we focus on what really matters. The games. Who's with me? See, I love gaming. Okay? I love you too. I love walk-off homers and headshots. I love drifting a turn at 100 miles an hour in boss battles with a 600-foot-tall Greek god who may or may not be your father. (laughs) Gaming is having a ridiculously huge TV in a tiny one-room apartment. (laughs) Staying up till 3 a.m. to earn a trophy that isn't real. (laughs) But is. And it's girls who know that the way to a man's heart is through a melee attack. I love gaming. And I know you love it too. That's why you're here. And why millions of people are pretending to work while they watch this at their desk. It's why we made the PlayStation move. So every person on this great spinning marble will be able to get a taste of the PS3 sugar. (laughs) Families, kids, grandparents, and you hardcore guys, I'm talking about you. Don't hate on them. Don't, don't do it. Look at it this way. If you've got an awesome girlfriend, and then someone else gets an awesome girlfriend, do you know who wins? Everyone. With PlayStation Move, your mom can make your mom jokes after she takes you to school in table tennis. 
And a 10-year-old kid in Fresno can make a frat boy in Boston question his own manhood. <laughs> and we can all box using game characters that have important features like arms. <laughs> and necks. When we said the PS3 only does everything, we meant it. And the move, the move brings a whole lot more everything to the table. Because every gamer is a true gamer. Motion gamers, sitting gamers, everyone. And though we may pledge fanboy allegiances to different flags, deep down inside we all serve one master, one king. And his name is Gaming. Forever may he reign! Kevin, uh, that was epic. Thank you, Pete. Listen, uh, you want to stick around, help me wrap this up? I'd love to. I just got uh, word that Jack needs a Coke backstage. All right, get, get on it. Hey, uh, don't forget the lemon. I never do. <laughs> Kevin Butler!